0: Hello, all, and welcome back to a special bonus episode of TV and Us, a conversation show about the TV series we just can't stop talking about. My name is Jennifer Hahn. And I'm Sarah Callen And each season, we focus on a different show. We just wrapped up the season, uh, final season of Succession, season four. And indeed, our uh, podcast is about TV series we just can't stop talking about because we wrapped up reviewing the season and here we are back again to talk more about Succession. (laughs) Sarah, today we are going to be diving into the 2023 Emmy nominations that were just announced this morning.
1: Yeah, we sure are. Because guess what? succession swept the emmy nominations
0: yeah, yeah. was it 27 27 categories? they got
1: the most this year
0: well i was skimming nominations i was skimming through the categories and there are some categories where there are maybe six nominations and i think they hold like two or three of them so sweeping indeed the Floor is squeaky clean
1: yeah, and there's a few categories where it's all HBO properties. Mm, yeah. It's all like Succession and the White Lotus or so Succession great. and The Last of Us. So that's that's also
0: fascinating that mm-hmm. HBO just killed it this year. Yep, yep. So here we are. We couldn't stay away. We love Succession, if you had noticed from our past uh, many, many episodes reviewing that final season. And uh, let's just chit-chat about uh, some of these categories. Um, I think that – I don't know if you've gotten a chance to really dive into this list yet. I've skimmed it pretty briefly, but some of these uh, will be kind of our raw reactions to them. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So we've got this list in front of us here. Front and center, best drama series. Should we just read off the list here first and then chat, chat about it? Sure. All right. So it's uh, Ander – Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. Which of these have you seen? Uh, I have watched Better Call Saul, Mm -hmm.
1: The White Lotus. Yes. And then I only watched one episode of The Last of Us and Andor.
0: Okay. Okay. And you did not continue on forward. (laughs) They didn't hook you in. Yeah. I will... I have
1: been asked by multiple people to watch The Last of Us, so yes. I
0: will watch it
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, at some point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, yeah. That's one that's high on my list as well because I've heard rave reviews about yeah, The Last of Us. and there was there's kind of a wave of hype around it over the past couple of months. So very intrigued about that one. And or I'm kind of surprised it's on this list. Like, dang, I didn't know it was that good
1: best yeah. drama series
0: nomination no, okay it's, it's gotten a lot of buzz and a wow. lot of praise yeah wow that's impressive that's impressive i have seen the crown and i have not seen the latest season of whitelist but i watched season one so house of dragon and yellow jackets we both haven't really seen Mm-mm. or no. and or so um you know we've got decent coverage over this list but succession front and center this one Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's mm-hmm. going to be between potentially succession and the white lotus. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I do. Especially where the rest of the categories are kind of landing. Shaking yeah. out. Yeah. I, I do love better call Saul. Mm. So that
1: I I think succession is better than better call Saul. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that it got this nod because the final season specifically of Better Call Saul is Mm -hmm. so good. Mm. It is, it, it, it proves that like, this is a quality show. I'm very, very glad that they did make this. And, and it's just a satisfying conclusion to Saul's storyline. So like, Mm. it deserves this. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think it's going to get it, but
0: I'm glad that it's here. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little nod. Yeah. To the craft. Yes. And to their efforts. Yeah. Uh, this next category is Best Actor in a Drama Series. This is one of those where there's only s- six nominations and Succession holds three of them. So it's Jeff Bridges for The Old Man, Brian Cox in Succession, Kieran Colgan in Succession, Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul, Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us, and Jeremy Strong in Succession. man. This is a great category. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough.
1: Also, how wild just, is it just that so good. Succession has three best actor yeah. nominations?
0: And and sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, one of these. Like, okay, they kind of ushered in there. All three of these are so deserving, and it and there's such different performances too. So it's just gonna be tough to be able to make a call on this one, you know. It is wild to
1: me though that Brian Cox is nominated in this category. Being... Like, like I get two it. Two episodes, right? I three, and then he well, okay three. He two and a half. Two and a half, and yeah. then like he has like little like cameos throughout, like when when the 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 recording of him shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he yeah, is that's a great point. Not in this season very much.
0: Yeah,
1: I Yeah. I wonder how they got him into this category. Like what are the I don't know. What are the What are the what are the roles here? What's yeah, the Yeah. Like, yeah. Do we have any thresholds? thresholds? I don't know. Like, no, maybe we just, we just don't him have him we
0: just give him things, you know.
1: Honestly, he's Brian Cox. Yes.
0: Yeah. I I would believe that argument. I saw him in an Instagram ad the other day or maybe – yeah, I think it was an Instagram ad. I, I forget what it was for, but it is like c- perfectly capturing his persona in succession and just continuing to make money off of it, which is just great. Like, man, that's when you know you've played mm. an iconic role and you've done it well is mm-hmm. when they're asking you to be in ads to play the essence of that character. <laughs> like we need more of this energy. Please help mm-hmm. us sell our product. <laughs> uh, we sure do. Yep. Hey. However you got to make your money, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, but between Kieran Culkin and Jeremy Strong, my goodness. How do you, how do you choose?
1: It is interesting though. Cause purpose. I, I, I've always thought that Jeremy Strong was the like lead in this. Like obviously Brian Cox. Yes. But like of the siblings, I always thought like Jeremy Strong was the leader um I I never I wouldn't have put Kieran Culkin in this category though he definitely does more than a supporting actor so like he deserves to be
0: in here but my brain wouldn't have gone Interesting. there Interesting mm. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah cuz I to me those three siblings are all equally the leads. Yeah. Hmm that is that is fascinating. I do wonder though how, because if I think about that final season, I think that uh, Roman has a lot more screen time and a lot more. You know, there's a lot more scenes mm-hmm. that he's in together mm-hmm. with Jeremy Strong, and I I wonder what that has looked like in previous in previous seasons. You know, because I think he is more of a side character in some of the previous season, especially in the first season. I think he is the Tonal, you know, part of this family, and it, the focus is very much on Jeremy Strong. But I think over time, potentially, they've they've they focused a lot more on the three of them more heavily, and and pushed the other two into the limelight a little bit more. You are correct. Uh, I just pulled
1: up a scene supporting
0: actor in previous.
1: Yes, I mean in two thousand and twenty-two, um, he was outstanding supporting actor. Two thousand and twenty, outstanding um, supporting actor. Yeah, okay.
0: So you are oh, correct. That's you nailed it. Good job. But then again, the question is what are the, what are the qualification thresholds?
1: <laughs> you know what? There are no rules. It's just vibes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But interesting that for your brain that that positioning of Kendall as the central, you know, sun where everything's orbiting around that that is true from the beginning. Was positioned that way. Uh, has really stuck with you mm-hmm. so I guess I'm stuck in the past and I think I just love Roman's character too much it's true you he do he is the lead in my world <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> okay um, if you had to if you had to give out this award who is going to be holding that don't I know I'm putting you on the spot you hate to make choices here I
1: and you do hate to make choices there's okay. no it depends Okay, as much as I, I love Brian Cox, I just
0: yeah, he wasn't in
1: it enough. I need to eliminate him. Yes. Also, I need to preface this with I haven't seen The Old Man, though it's on my yeah. list. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, this is between the, the – Oh, between record. the three? Yes. Yeah. Then I got to go Jeremy Strong.
1: Hmm. Ah, man, but Kieran Culkin is so good as Roman.
0: He is good, but I think Jeremy Strong's that, – that performance is, I think – like incredibly challenging to do that yeah. like seething energy that Kendall brings to the table that sometimes is so brimming beneath the surface, but you can feel it. I think he just, he nails, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of nuance there. But Karen Colvin's so great.
1: He is so great. He is so good in this. He's so good, especially in this season, especially the season. Yeah. He
0: really comes into his own,
1: but yeah, I think of the three, I would give it to Jeremy strong. Yep.
0: Oh, that hurts a little bit though. I know. It's rough. Okay. Well, best actress in a drama series uh, Sharon Horgan from Bad Sisters, Melanie Linsky uh, from Yellow Jackets, Elizabeth Moth, The Handmaid's Tale, Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us, Carrie Russell, The Diplomat, and Sarah Snook for Succession. Yes. Yeah, girls.
1: Yes. yes. Oh, oh she's
0: so good. Just she give her the award, give it to her. She does so much with her face in every scene. So much nuance. There's so many scenes that I can think of where you see an emotion pass across her face, a moment of feeling like hurt or slighted, and she recovers so quickly. Ship as a character recovers so quickly that you see her then like put back her put back her um, armor, um, but. You see that little bit of hurt, you know, when her dad just like uh, throws an insult at her or she feels kind of like um, cold shouldered by Tom. You see it across her face, but it's just it's so fleeting. And she does that so well so many times throughout the series, man. Yeah. And especially in this last season, I feel
1: like we see so much Mm. emotion from her, so much vulnerability that we haven't seen in the same way previously and she gets put into so many tough spots and you see her having to balance this like her her competence and her hubris too with then how she's trying to like navigate through all of these things like she has to balance a lot and she I think like has the hardest job probably of the siblings for sure. And Sarah Snook does a absolutely phenomenal job Mm -hmm. just bringing Shiv to life and bringing so much to that character.
0: Yeah. 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 I think she's a character that could easily be um, typecasted as, you know, the, the incredibly ambitious, strong, give no shit type of, you know, female character that we've seen played pretty stereotypically in so many other shows but she brings such a humanity to this role and this this level of vulnerability that you just feel that emotional connection to her um and so I think that that it's it's a challenging task that she she faced in this role because we've seen this type of woman played so many times and it's it's often you know a little bit thin I mean it's it's a hats off to the writing too of course she brings the performance to life. So
1: something interesting that I just saw as I am perusing IMDb while we're talking is that mm-hmm. in for her previous nominations, they've been for Supporting Actress.
0: Wow. This is her first
1: lead actress.
0: Oh my gosh. That's really fascinating. Right? Yeah. So they've pushed both, both the other two siblings into this... Um, Leading actor, leading actress category. Yeah. That is that is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I think it tracks. It's in line with this last season and the way they've positioned these three as fully, fully developed arcs with just as much depth and, and screen time as uh, Kendall has had. Well, now I'm looking at at
1: Jeremy Strong's, because I need to see. Like, <laughs> were you lead or were you supporting? No, he's been lead yeah, actor. He's got to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That is mm. that is very interesting. Okay, you nailed it.
0: Good job. <laughs> Just gut feels. Okay, best supporting actor in a drama series. I'm going to read these off quickly. F. Murray Abraham and the White Lotus, Nicholas Braun, Succession, Michael Imperioli, the White Lotus, Theo James, the White Lotus, Matthew McFadgen, uh Succession, Alan Ruck, Succession, Will Sharp, the White Lotus, Alexander Skarsgård, Succession. This is that category that you're mentioning where it's just – It's Wild. like stripes of yeah. White Lotus, Succession, White Lotus, Succession, Um <laughs> yeah. uh, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. What a category! My goodness, four succession entries, four White Lotus entries. Yeah. Thoughts? I okay,
1: very quickly. I did watch the second season of The White Lotus. Yeah. And F. Murray Abraham's character was my favorite character in the entire season. Uh, so I just I love that he is acknowledged here because mm. he doesn't get a ton of screen time. But his and like his, his family's uh, little arc that they go on was, to me, the most interesting part of that season. So wow. I just I love that him and then uh, Michael Imperioli plays his son in the show. Mm. So I'm glad that they both got nods for their work yeah. in The White Lotus because yeah. they both do a great job in that season. Mm-hmm. But this is not a The White Lotus show. So we're talking about Succession.
0: That's right. It adds some. I'm gonna ask you who you're gonna to want to give it to in a second,
1: Jen. Jen you're stressing me out here. I we might have aware. to do another like process of elimination <laughs> situation here because uh, I don't know.
0: You make these who choices when we do our Oscar nominations. Though you do usually have more time to think about it. I am putting you on. The it's spot. true, Jen. But... I have a whole
1: spreadsheet when we do our Oscar nominations <laughs> that I
0: figure out. And I think over because I am indecisive. I know. I know. Okay. And I'm so. here for your gut reactions. Like, what does your instinct say? Okay. Well, it's interesting to me. I mean, it makes sense, but I just think that Matthew McFadden does so much mm-hmm. for Succession. Yeah. That I I I I would give it to him purely just. I mean, this is out. Of, I, this is out of the Succession <laughs> entries in this category. Yes. Uh, but he like. It's just – it's hard to compare him against, like, Alan Ruck, who is a delight, mm-hmm. an absolute delight. But Matthew McFadden brings so much wow. to Tom. And I think from the from season one, Tom easily is just, like, in the uh, tonal backdrop of this family. But you see over the course of the following seasons that he is a central character to – honestly, what the show is trying to say. I think the fact that he is the one that ultimately is chosen at the end of the show, just, I mean, he's, he, he is key to the thesis of the entire show without him. There is a, um, there isn't a counterbalance to what these three siblings represent, which is they were born and raised and bred in this environment. And we have the other side of this, this balance, which is someone who has come from the Midwest come from nothing and has clawed his way to the top. So in a lot of ways Matthew Mcfadden is the yang to the yin of these three siblings and this central family of the roys so i i just he's so significant to the show's ultimate thesis that i think it's it's hard not to give it to him and he's also just so good in this role too
1: mm-hmm. he is he is very good in this role so we'll we'll give it to him <laughs> i'm totally good with that he okay. honestly probably deserves it cuz as much as I love Alan Ruck as Connor, I don't feel like he does as much in this season as yeah. maybe he's done in previous seasons. Yeah, um, I agree. So I was I was thinking between Matthew McFadden and Alexander Skarsgård, um, mm. mm-hmm. but Alexander Skarsgård isn't as integral. And while he is such an interesting character and he does so much, uh, it probably
0: should go to yeah, old I Tommy agree. boy. Yeah. <laughs> and if we're thinking about this category from the perspective of the acting performances, oh my gosh, I think that yes. that role of Tom just demands so much so. more than, you know, like the character of um, matson Yeah, matson that's in with Greg too like he's kind of playing a, yeah a, a bit a, a personality yeah you know, more than more than anything else but yeah but I do appreciate that that Gregory Piggery got
1: nominated yeah I I love that there are people out there that are just like yes Greg <laughs> <laughs>
0: The passion for Greg is on the internet and like the Reddit threads yeah. specifically is just fascinating to me. It's amazing.
1: I love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um we we nailed it. We have decided this. Uh whoever is voting, please do the right thing.
0: Yes. Yes, please. Next category is best supporting actress in a drama series. We've got our I'll read the category. I'll read all of the nominations just to be inclusive, but Jennifer Coolidge from The White Lotus, Elizabeth Debicki from The Crown, Megan Faye from What White Lotus, Sabrina impactiatore. Wow. Okay. I might've butchered that pronunciation from The White Lotus, Audrey Plaza from The White Lotus, Rhea Seahorn from uh, Better Call Saul, Jay Smith, Cameron from Succession, and Simona Tabasco from The White Lotus. Our girl, Jerry. Jerry, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised by this one, not because okay. the performance wasn't fabulous, but I'm just surprised that it, they recognize it enough to give mm. it a nomination when there's just you know probably so many other um, options available to them in all of these other shows.
1: Yeah, that's true. I just I love that Jay Smith Cameron is getting mm-hmm. this it's recognition. Yeah, yeah, because she deserves it. Like she. I don't know, Jerry is just such an incredible character and she brings so much to that character and there are certain scenes especially in the season that she was able to steal even when she was like a more of a minor character when she was sharing the screen with you know this other great charismatic actor so I love that she is getting this acknowledgement Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think
0: she'll win but I love that she is getting I'm rest that they, yeah, threw, threw her that nod. Yeah, because she is, as you mentioned, highly efficient <laughs> with her screen time. Yes. Yeah. She's really not in the season that much. No, no, she is not. But every minute that she is,
1: <laughs> it's maximized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's uh, Just very quickly. Can I also like yes. derail us again? Yes, please. Rhea Seahorn's performance in Better Call Saul is phenomenal. Uh, If if she doesn't win this, I will flip my desk over because she deserves it. She is, I mean, she's phenomenal throughout the entire run of Better Call Saul, but especially Mm -hmm. in this final season, she is great. Mm, So mm -hmm. I need whoever is voting for this to give this to Rhea Seahorn because she she deserves it.
0: And if they don't, I would like a heads up so I can get my popcorn ready for when this Please, desk is flipped by this your desk. You know, it's
1: right gonna be flipped over because that is the only appropriate reaction to such a giant snub if it happens. I'm mm. trying not to get like pre angry, uh but I need them to acknowledge her greatness.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, sorry. Now we can get back to succession. <laughs> I great. will try to stop derailing us.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. We want we want the little side sidewanders and tangents. It's great. <laughs> uh okay, let's scroll down to do we get some of the writing categories? Anything if, if there's anything noteworthy in some of these other ones, just call them out. Because we're here for I am not adventure. going
1: to derail us further. Let's
0: <laughs> stay focused. Uh, I know there's quite a few Ted Lasso noms, which I think you watched. Oh, Ted Lasso
1: is so good. I just mm-hmm. haven't watched this final season okay. yet. So okay. I am I am slightly out of the loop with Ted Lasso. But yes, it deserves all of those nominations. Only Murders in the Building, also great yes. choice. Yeah, uh, I have not watched Barry, but it also deserves all of the nominations just because yeah. that is a great show.
0: So... <laughs> So many good things about that show as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yes. So I do appreciate that these Emmy nominations, they're
0: doing something right. Yeah. They really are. They seem to have made very good choices this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Some other highlights, I guess, is that uh, Best Writing for a Drama Series, Jesse Armstrong nominated. Um, There's some folks from The White Lotus, Mike White. Um Gordon Smith and Peter Gould for Better Call Saul, Bad Sisters, a couple folks in Andor as well. So I think pretty pretty much echoing and reflecting the most most of the nominations for best drama series overall, which kind of makes sense.
1: For mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. So I guess if you're looking for another show to watch. We, we have a few yes. strong contenders.
0: Yes, yes. And and similarly for the best directing category as well, it's, pr- it's pretty much a copy and paste as far as the, the shows that are in this group here. So writing, directing, overall, mm-hmm. there's a clear set of horses that are at the front of this pack here. I also
1: okay. think that it's interesting the episodes that... They were nominated for, mm. like, Mark Mylod is nominated for Connor's wedding. That makes mm. sense. It's the mm-hmm. third one, you know. So, like, it's even interesting seeing it's not just for like the whole show, but it's for a specific episode. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, again, I want to know the rules. How did, how did we come to these conclusions? But
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're still yeah. going off of vibes, and so far the vibes have not steered us wrong. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it'd be fascinating to go back to watch the specific episodes and to kind of compare the different styles as well mm-hmm. in directing, you know, and what they emphasize or kind of uh highlight and bring out a little bit more than maybe others. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. We got we got more homework to do for succession, which will yeah. be fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Any other any other thoughts, categories you want to call out? 27 uh, no i don't think so 27 nominations man not too shabby there is the uh guest actor and actress yeah. categories there are some of these categories that i mean i i don't typically follow the emmys too closely so some of these i'm like oh this is an interesting category right? there's structured and unstructured reality tv categories yeah. fascinating <sighs> um there's, yeah, Best Guest Actor.
1: <laughs> Which the, so, so the actors for Succession that are nominated play Ewan and Stewie. Which is just great. So I'm like, yes, those are the right answer. The Right. I hope that Ewan gets
0: it though, because that speech at the funeral, phenomenal. Well, there's also just quite a few for the Best Actress as well. Cherry Jones. Mm hmm. Harriet Walter. Yeah. And Jaima oh, yeah.
1: Boss is Marsha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Harriet Walter is Lady yes. Caroline. Yes. Yep. Yep. So solid picks there, too. It's
0: insane. Love it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, getting its recognition, which feels very satisfying for us. We just wanted to win all the sparkly things because we, we, we we just. I mean, that final season was so strong. The show is so good. I'd be be intrigued to see uh, which of these actually come to fruition when the award show actually happens, Mm -hmm. which is very much up for debate.
1: So. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. we might know september 18th and we might know not on september 18th and so yeah. we w- we will find out but either way like you said like i'm very glad that this show has been rewarded so heavily for this season because uh, mm-hmm. it it absolutely deserves it it is
0: a phenomenal season of television uh and it's just good to see that being recognized yes yes in many dimensions as well from directing to writing to the acting to overall, like it's hit in the big heavy hitters as well. So, um, man, so good. This is making me nostalgic for our little succession journey that we went on just a few weeks ago. That Mm -hmm. was fun. Yeah. That was really fun. So good. A fabulous choice for our, our kickoff show for TV and us. So Mm -hmm. good job, us. Good
1: job, us. (laughs) And good job, Jesse Armstrong and the whole team for giving us such an incredible show. Like, I don't know, to have a show that is consistently strong over four seasons the way that it is and to have its final season as just strong as it is, is no easy task.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting to talk with people about this final season and so many people have described that ending as feeling like the inevitable or the obvious and yet it's still so satisfying and I think there's something about like, oh yes, of course it would happen this way that feels um, like, like really next level writing. I think that there's there's a version of doing endings that are shocking and come out of left field and uh, just a total twist in the road, you know? And this idea that this feels like the right poetic ending for these people and for the journey that we've gone on and yet it's still satisfying. It doesn't feel boring to have it feel obvious. I think that combination is really fascinating to me um, to hear, you know, describe it that way um, just like a different layer of great great writing mm-hmm.
1: that's so good and I, I think it's obvious because it's consistent with who the characters yeah. are yeah. and because the, the creator the writers know and the actors too know these characters so well they were able to create this ending that is perfectly in line with all of the decisions that they would make they it's in Mm -hmm. line with who we know these characters to be so then of course it feels obvious because it's who these characters are uh and I just I love that it's just it's just solid writing solid character work that leads to this being so satisfying Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah so true all right well this is fun To gush about Succession again, to, yeah, just get to be excited about the recognition it's getting in this industry event that people care about that seemed to mean something to a lot of people. So we want to win all the shiny things. Oh, absolutely. Yes all right well uh thank you for listening to this little bonus episode of tv and us our name sums it up we're big fans of tv and the powerful ways we can connect with each other and the world around us this podcast is about all of us and our shared stories everyone is welcome here and we're so glad you hung out with us today as we revisit uh one of our favorite shows from the past uh many many months can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you tune into your favorite shows. Drop us a review letting us know your thoughts about the Emmy nominations that dropped today. You can connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at tvnspod or you can email us at tvnspod at gmail.com. Just know that we're cooking up some good things for TV and us that will be coming very soon. We will be back with a show that we will be reviewing with not just me and Sarah, but maybe some special guests. And um, that is just, just around the corner. So we'll see you very soon.